It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cars in stock, there's always something for everyone at Blackstone Motors. Check out our used stock online at blackstonemotors.ie. Oh. Paddy Keegan, what a story that was. And I do want to acknowledge Anne Casey from the Mead Chronicle who brought that story to print a couple of weeks ago. Well done to you, Anne. And I'm delighted to meet him myself here on Late Lunch this afternoon. Now, from one great one to another, because my next guest was All-Ireland Pool Champion in 2012. He's a master of the bays. When I tell you who he is, you have to look at these YouTube videos and just understand how brilliant this man is. Besides his prowess uh, on the Bays. He has an amazing life story as well. I'm delighted to welcome to Late Lunch this afternoon, Sean Huey. Sean, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Jerry, for having me. And uh, I just want to thank the Lord Jesus Christ for giving me the opportunity to come here and speak with you today. You are very welcome. And I'm going to come back to that in a few moments. Now, tell me a little bit about you. I, I, here am I thinking, so this fellow must have been uh, on a pool or a snooker table since he was in nappies. But you tell me GAA was your first love, yes. Yeah, it was my first love. You know, I started playing very young and uh, pool didn't come into two to probably it was 10 or 11 but 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 football my, my dream was to, uh, to to play for Arma and to talk out for the at the Ulster Championship first round and unfortunately it dislocated my left shoulder about six weeks before the game so I was gone no way <laughs> that dream was so you were that close were you yeah yeah I, I, I was I, I loved the game it was my dream that, see, that was my main dream from when I was 10 years of age to, to walk out an Ulster final or sorry first round of the Ulster Championship and unfortunately it wasn't meant to be but it's okay it's good <laughs> and who did you play from the club scene who was we your were club? Cullihanna Cullihanna yeah. uh, Football Club St Pat's Cullihanna yes. was, was our club yeah okay so that was your first love and dream and that didn't happen so when did you start playing you started pool first wasn't yeah, it yeah so I suppose my, my dad uh, he, he liked to have a drink with his, his brothers and, and uh, so my dad would bring me along and we, we'd go from pub to pub but a lot of pubs didn't have pool tables so I was always coming in running around looking for the table as soon as I seen one that was it just throwing the balls up and down it was just all I wanted to do and it was so exciting just to see what was going on and I think that just started my love for the game And you showed prowess pretty quickly you became very talented and skilled at this game yeah, well, I suppose, I suppose probably not because I was probably in my, it was 2004, four, yeah, 2004 and I won my first tournament mm. and I wasn't expected to win, uh, win the tournament and uh, I actually had a dream the week before the tournament that I was going to win it and I arrived and it just played out basically exactly what happened and I, and I beat a former world number one in the final. 
So that was the start of a, a blazing run of success, which took you ultimately to be All Ireland Pool champion in 2012. Was that the pinnacle yeah. here at home for you? Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah, that's that's still that's the best term I've I've ever won, and and, and it probably will be the best term I've uh, that I'll ever win. Now you played the eight ball pool, which is the yeah. one that everybody's familiar with here in this country. What's yes. the difference between that and the American pool? Okay, so American pool is played on nine foot tables. It's got bigger balls, bigger pockets, and I think it's probably the toughest game that I've ever played. Really, really tough. Yeah, it's controlling the cue ball. It's people think the pocket is big. It doesn't get much respect in the UK and Ireland. But all I can say is. It doesn't matter how good a cue is to are, go and try that game and, and it will it will it'll break you. And how have you fared at that? Do you feel you've mastered it as well? No, I, I've I've played two years. I studied for two years with uh, probably one of the greatest players that ever lived. He's a five time world champion, Earl the Pearl Strickland. So I spent a lot of time at Earl and sort of learning off him and being on the road with Earl for four years, uh, maybe three weeks a year. So listening to him and, 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 and learning stuff off him and watching him how he works the cue ball and how he spins the cue ball. And uh, that plays a big part in some of the stuff I do online. It's it's how you hit the cue ball. Now, snooker is probably the, the, the most prominent game in this part of the world. You know, it had been yes. television-wise, even though it went down a bit, but it's coming back again. Yes. Have you played snooker in your time? Yes, of course. It, Much of it? Yeah, uh, not much in tournaments, but yeah. three, four. As a kid, when I got my my dream was to have a snooker table as well. I just want to have a snooker table, and I suppose that's where the left hand comes into it, because when I dislocated my shoulder playing playing football, I was in a waiting list for an operation. I then I've got the operation, and during the recovery period, I actually got a snooker table installed, but I couldn't play on it because my arm was in a sling. Right. So. Instead, so I have my dream, it's sitting there, but I can't play in it. So after about a two, two weeks, I could move my elbow down, move from the elbow down. So I could put my right hand on the table. And that's when I started teaching myself to play left-handed. Because you're naturally right-handed. Yes. You play right-handed. Yes, I'm right-handed, yes. Okay, that's your main cueing arm. So yes. during that accident, another coincidence, exactly, it yes. forced you to start doing a bit with the leaning hand or the leaning arm yes so well if I wanted to play which I did yeah. uh, I needed to do this so I probably played three four hours a day for I'd say eight weeks until I was fully recovered where I could play right handed again but I learned so much amazing. I couldn't even make a bridge with my hand I couldn't even yeah. do anything but you keep doing something for a long period of time and you will begin to get good at it so you had practice on the left and that brings us right to today because you yeah. have set yourself a major challenge that yeah. you want to talk about today with me and we're going to talk about it now. Yeah. You want to do a maximum break on a snooker table, one four seven, using your non-playing <laughs> hand and arm. Yeah, well that's the challenge. Now have you ever done a one four seven? you know, with the right one? A month ago, I would have said no. Uh, this was always in my head to hit a one four seven break. I contacted a guy about three weeks ago and he had four one four sevens. And I said, Anto, I want to make a one four seven break. Is there any secrets to doing this? So he kind of told me what I already knew. Uh, had my mind made up. I went on the base and inside a week I hit a one four seven. With your right with, hand. With my right hand. And then I had another two. So I had three in the last probably two weeks. And then this got me thinking would it be possible I hadn't played left hand in about 15 years but I know if I train hard I can do something with it so I said to myself the guy had just died a morning on the, on the, on the park bench 
and that affected me. And the I was homeless. Think, yes, the champion. homeless guy mm. died in Monaghan. I played snooker for Monaghan for a few years. So it got me thinking, and I, I'm strong in my faith, and I was sort of praying to the Lord, and I said, is there anything that we can do? Is there anything that I can do? And immediately I got this into my head. But it would be a serious challenge, and a lot. it, it would just be, it would be 30 years of experience and a lot of hard work. Uh, so over the past, probably a week later, it was just so, it was on my heart going to bed at night. I was thinking so much about it. I couldn't sleep about it. And, and I said, Lord, if this is of you, you know, we'll do it. So it was at a Friday night and I had decided that if it was of the Lord, if it was the right thing to do and we could raise some money, I would make a video on the Saturday morning. So I was about 15 minutes away from making the video and I said, God, I, 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 I don't think I can do this. I don't think that I can do this. I'll try my best, but... I don't think I can do this, but if you're with me, then I got a chance. So uh, all I felt was just pure positivity, and I lifted the video, and I made the tape, and I posted it online about 15 minutes later. So that was it. I, I couldn't turn back. And this is this. Was it the 147 you posted, or no. was it these tricks? No, this, what I posted was... Uh, a campaign to raise money for the homeless. This okay, nothing to do with playing. This was what had come to you. You said you thought about this guy who'd lost his life. Yes. You thought about what you could do with this. So you posted to say, I am going to raise funds. And I'm going to raise the funds. I am going to attempt the left with the left-handed 147. So... <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, I, 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 I'm just looking at you thinking, you are one mighty man. So, right, you'd never done it up to that with your right hand. Now you've had three 147s with the right so far. Yes. Now you're training yourself to do it with the hand that's, you know, never done this. A bit of practice when you had the accident years ago. When are you going to do this? What, I, have I, you set a day? I have started already. I started on the day of the tape. So as soon as I posted the tape, uh, 30 minutes later, I was on the table. So basically, it's been 15 years from my from my played left-handed. So I had to obviously the first two three hours was 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 just getting my timing, and then started getting into a bit of rhythm. Fourth fifth hour, I started getting confident, and started making 60 70 breaks. Uh, but the next day now, I was so sore on my side, I couldn't lift my right arm. Mm. Uh, it was so painful. So I had to go back to my right hand and kind of switch it around. But basically, at the minute, I'm doing four or five hours a day. Left-handed. How close have you got? Have very, you gone very close? Have you gone over the hundred? Yes, I, I, I've missed a fifteen black three times last week. Oh my God! You went fourteen blacks, fourteen reds. I had yeah, I had a uh, fifteen reds and fourteen blacks three times last oh week. Oh my God! And but, and it stopped at that stage. The yeah, break. So now, when there's a time limit on this, when are you going to do this? I I told the people in the video that if I. All I'm going to do is promise them is my best. And uh, December 1st, I will post the video on December, my best video on December 1st. Which you expect to be a 147. Which I expect to be a 147. Sean Huey's with me on Late Lunch. We're going to hear more about this and how you can support this wonderful man in what he's doing. And wait till you hear the other side of his life as well. Stay with us on Late Lunch. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors Drogheda, your local Renault selection dealer. With over 250 quality used cars in stock, there's always something for everyone at Blackstone Motors. Check out our used stock online at blackstonemotors.ie. Sean Huey's with me on Late Lunch this afternoon on the 1st of December. This man is going to make a 147 maximum break with his left hand, which is the arm and hand he does not play uh, snooker or pool with normally. 
if people want to support you, and I want to tell people this, this is the thing about this guy. He's getting nothing out of this. All funds go directly to Focus Ireland, and Correct. Focus Ireland are a wonderful charity helping yeah. people who are homeless. What's the easiest way people can give you a bit of backing? The easiest way would be to go onto my Facebook page at Sean Tsunami Hui Skill Shots. At the top of the page is a pin post, and you can just click the link and the money goes directly to Focus Ireland. It literally takes less than two minutes to do it. It's so easy. And I will rep- reply to everybody individually and to thank them for the sponsor. So, it's, so I want to say again, it's Sean Tsunami Hui Skill Shots. And just for people out there, he, he pronounces it Hui. If he was in Drada, we'd say Hoi. Other people would say Hoi, but it is the colloquial pronunciation from where you come. H-O-E-Y. So Sean Tsunami, H-O-E-Y, Skill Shots on Facebook. Click the link and you donate directly to, to Focus, Focus Ireland. Ireland. Correct, yes. And this man is assures me he is going to do this by the 1st of December. Well, I'll try my best. <laughs> no pressure, Sean. <laughs> You've mentioned God several times at the very start of our interview and again now. So I take it you have a deep faith. Has that faith always been there? No, I drifted. When I was a kid, my granny would come to the house and we would be down praying a rosary each evening. And uh, but as life went on and I got into the drinking scene and the party scene, I, I, I did drift away. And it was probably seven years ago now that I came back to my faith and uh it's it's great to say that I did. Now this drifting, he, 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 he just—it's uh, like putting a ball into the uh, into the pocket in the snooker table out of the pool table. You just put it in there and went over. And I yeah. have to pull him back and put that ball back on the table because here's the story: you met the love of your life, Sandra, uh, when you were teenagers. She was what age? She was fourteen, and you were fifteen. And you married? Yes, we got married in two thousand. And you have had at that stage in, in the first part of this love story three children. Yes, correct. Alcoholism came between you, her, the children and everything. She left you? Yes, everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what alcohol does, it, it takes everything. You lost your home? Yes, we lost our home in, uh, we lost our home in 2014, Christmas 2013. At Christmas time, the bank came, uh, we had our Christmas tree up and they, they arrived and they took everything. And were you in the depths of alcoholism at that stage? No, I was out. I had my wife and my kids back and unfortunately our business went into decline with the crash and, and, and the alcoholism. What's your business? Uh, we own Sweet Dreams Handmade Irish Beds. Oh yes, okay. So you, this is what brings in the, the bobs as well yes. to keep the show on yes, the road. of course, yes. So between the crash and, and you... Look, this alcoholism, did you drink, going back, I asked you about your faith, what about drinking? Did you drink from where you were a young fellow? No, I didn't take my first drink until I was nearly 19 years of age. My dad liked to drink and uh, I know he's listening now and, and, and I, sort of, I sort of made a promise to my mum that I, that I wouldn't take a drink and I went to New York in 1996 and I was only there the second day and I, I, and I took my first drink and I kind of from the first drink I was hooked. I, I sort of had an idea then. That I was probably going Did to you feel you had an addiction? Yes. Uh, well, probably not for the first probably six or eight months, but I knew then I, I, I was kind of drinking too much, you know. Yes. And and who, uh, you, you know, no, let me think about this. When did you know that you had that problem? How long did it take for you to say, if you only started at 19, what age were you when you said, I am an alcoholic? In 2005, I knew myself I was an alcoholic. What age were you then? Uh, what's that? Many years ago, is that? I had the kind of quick year. Well, 13 you, years ago, I yeah. was 20, 28. 28 years of age. I knew I was an alcoholic at 28. 
and were you just drinking every day? Not really. I go on binges, so I drink for maybe two weeks uh, at a time, and then it would take me probably two, three months to kind of break. I could break for six months or or even a year, and not drink, and then it would just all happen. It was just just what happened over and over again, just just like that. What woke you up to this and stopped the whole thing? Uh, I ended up in Medjugorjean. In 2011, I was in Medjugorje in 2005, secretly as an alcoholic, told nobody. And then I thought my, my it would finish then, but I actually think I drank more when I came back from Medjugorje. But uh, in 2011, when I was on my knees, I, I literally, co- I, I could not beat this. I, I couldn't beat it on my own. I just couldn't do it. And I ended up in Medjugorje and that's when my life changed. From that point on? Yes, from that week in Medjugorje. I was, I was probably near death going to Medjugorje and I came back. I had some hope because I had no hope going. But you were off to drink when Sandra left you with the three children. No, I was still drinking. You were still she, drinking yes, at that stage. Yes, yes, yes. No, she was only away for a short time. Oh yeah, but she, it was this tough love, you know. I mean, sometimes you got to leave. You got to. You got to go walk. A couple away. of months she went away. Yes, yes. And you were apart. Yes. Is that waking you up as well. Yeah. It, well, when you wake up, I think for about two months, I, I, I just I, I I came out of the house one night and and it was around three o'clock in the morning. I remember it was a very starry night, and I remember looking up, and it sort of hit me then. You know what what happened here, Sean? Where what happened? How did it get this bad? You know, it's, it was crazy. But she came back to you or you went back to her? I had to go and get her back. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I had to go and get her back. And listen, did he get her back? Because he had three children when this hiatus happened and you have three more since. You've yeah, six I've got, of them six, got six kids now. They're in my life and my wife is my rock. You know, without her, nothing functions, nothing happens. Mm. You know what I mean? She, she's the rock. And you over the losing of the house. Are you back on your feet? Yes, I'm back. I'm back on my feet. Yeah, I'm back on my feet. Thanks be to God, you know. And uh, I have different priorities in life now. My my family is number one. God's number one. My family's number two, and everything else is just a bonus after that. So it's pretty much like that. Life simple. Some transformation, isn't it? Life simple for me. It's simple, you know. Your faith is that deep. Absolutely, it's it's number one. It's number one. I remember listening to a lady one time saying to me, "In the morning time when you wake up, don't talk to nobody until you talk to God." And that's what I do. So if I don't talk to my wife, I just go on my knees and thank God for being alive and for being here. You know, some people give me stick sometimes online about this. And I don't care. It's, that's my faith and that's what I believe in. And it's the way it is. You're a good one, and I want to remind them again. The first of December is the date. Go yes. on to Facebook, Sean Tsunami, Hooey, H O E Y, Skill Shots. Uh, top of the page, the link. Click, donate to Focus Ireland. Please. And we're going to follow this with interest into the first of December. Is that okay? Yes. I'll thank be back you. to you. Okay, thank you. Thank, thank you very you. much for joining me on the show. No problem. Cheers, Sean. Bye. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors Drogheda, your local Renault selection dealer. With over 250 quality used cars in stock, there's always something for everyone at Blackstone Motors. Check out our used stock online at blackstonemotors.ie. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.